This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We are continuing our conversation about the use of private security groups to deter crime in Chicago. We just spoke with Alderwoman Sophia King, who announced a pilot program that will make use of private security patrols in the Fourth Ward. Bronzeville is just the latest of several neighborhoods experimenting with hiring private security to patrol city streets. But how effective are these patrols? Is there any evidence that they actually reduce crime? Here to give us further insight is Marco Fabri, Senior Assistant Professor of Economics at the University of Bologna in Italy. Welcome to Reset, Professor. Good morning, everybody from the other side of the Atlantic Ocean. Thank you so much for joining us. Also here, Will Pelfrey, professor in the Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs at Virginia Commonwealth University. Thank you for joining us, Professor Pelfrey. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. I will start with you, Professor Fabry. You published your paper in 2020 that uh, looked at the use of private security patrols, and you referred to them as observe and report patrols. Can you talk a bit about the program that they tested over in Oakland? Yes, uh, please let me start by sharing the blame for eventual mistake with my co-authors, Jonathan Click, a professor at UPenn. Um, what we did was uh, to evaluate uh, um, patrol program that was uh, enacted, uh, started actually by a group of private citizens in Oakland, California, in 2013. Um, the idea was precisely to check uh, with some empirical strategies that mm, are relatively common in economics, but not so much in, uh, uh, let's say, in the public policy uh, speeches, whether these observer um, report patrolling uh, uh, systems, so basically unarmed patrols that would uh, eventually patrol a certain district and report to police, possible crime events would be effective in uh, diminishing crime rate. Um, What we find uh, is that there is a certain evidence of reduction of crime in the short term, in the short run, especially burglaries and uh, property crimes, Mm -hmm. not on violent crimes so much. But actually, we do find that over longer periods, so past a few months, four to five months, this effect vanishes uh, and disappears. Uh, and we, our data allowed us to check a period of a couple of years, uh, actually three years after the introduction. It didn't look that the program was effective, at least in this um, Oakland experience okay. in, in reducing crime substantially. And, and so we're clear, Professor Fabry, in Oakland, were they armed or unarmed? Unarmed patrols. So okay. the, uh, th- that's the observe and report uh, uh, from the title of the paper. So that was the only possibility for these uh, Got it. Um, private security guards. So, Professor Pelfrey, we, as we just heard from uh, Professor Fabry, the, the program in Oakland wasn't effective. Is there other research out there that has investigated this use of private security patrols? Some. Uh, intuitively, this kind of program should work. If you put a security patrol or a uniformed presence that works in conjunction with the police, one would think that there's going to be a deterrent effect on crime. But the research is mixed. Um, as we just heard, the the effects are either short-term or 
not statistically significant, that is not sufficient to be measurable. Um, and in large part, it depends on the nature of these security programs. Sometimes they're just regular citizens with walkie-talkies or cell phones. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're hired security forces. Sometimes they're private. Sometimes they're hired by the, um, by the local government or a city business district. So these programs vary widely. And measuring their effectiveness is extremely difficult. Crime goes up and down in cycles, and um, for marginal effects like these kinds of programs are likely to produce, it's really hard to track them. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to hear from you both on this. What do you think the appeal is of these private security groups? Like, Why are city governments reaching more and more for this as a solution? You first, Professor Pelfrey. Well, cities are looking for answers. Uh, There's a lot of crime out there. And there are few government resources to deal with that crime. Um, So cities are looking for paths that are not going to be extraordinarily expensive. They're finding the police are really difficult to hire. Uh, Police are really difficult to retain right now. Police attrition is a huge problem nationally. Uh, Post-George Floyd, fewer people want to be policed, fewer people want to stay in policing. And with a booming labor market, people are leaving the policing field and finding other employment. Yeah. So it's hard for police departments to keep people. So cities are looking for alternative means, and this looks like something that should work. What do you think, Professor Fabry? Why the rising popularity of this solution? Well, I definitely join Professor Palfrey. The cost of these programs is usually just a fraction of the cost of hiring an additional police officer and even in those programs that requires the employment of uh, trained employees, trained private security guards, usually costs are much lower. Um, There is also a psychological effect. Uh, People demand for security is based also on beliefs and not objective data. So we know, for instance, from psychological research that most people think that crime increased in the last 20 years, while we know from a wide variety of sources of data that virtually in all the Western countries in the world, crime sharply declined. So I think visibility of an additional patrol can help uh, confidence of the um, of people of the community, but also voters mm-hmm. of electors. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about the use of private security patrols to reduce crime. And we're speaking with Marco Fabri, who is a senior assistant professor at the University of Bologna in Italy and author of a paper on the subject, as well as Will Pelfrey, who's a professor in the Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs at Virginia Commonwealth University. So, Professor Fabri, just to pick up where you left off there. This idea, from what I hear you say, is of private security patrols. It's something that maybe the optics, they make us feel better, but they're not really doing much. Well, uh, I wouldn't be so sharp in my judgments. Um, most economists always answer, where it depends, and I would do so also in this case. Um, I would say at least they need a proper, cali- these experiences need proper calibration. As Professor Palfrey was uh, um, mentioning before, there are wide range of dis- different institutions or different uh, projects that has been, have been attempted. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and um, we don't know much yet because of the, dif- the empirical difficulties in estimating the 
um, the effects uh, uh, of these programs. And because of the opacity also in the cost-benefit analysis, most of these programs are private. We don't know exactly the data. Yeah. It's different from what public uh, uh, government, public administrations do, where everything is transparent and data released. So I would say possibly a public private uh, uh, partnership, something that happened, for instance, in New Orleans in the French Quarter with uh, transparency uh, uh, of the data and an administration that is mixed uh, and possibly complementary between public and private police forces might help in both uh, reducing crime at a lower cost and eventually in learning from experience some, such a way that is possible to um, transport uh, these, uh, uh, transplant these experiences in different contexts. The uh, Chicago pilot program that we learned about earlier in this program, uh, it, it involves a combination of community groups and private security. So, uh, Professor Pelfrey, what does the research tell us about the effectiveness of citizen patrols on safety? Citizen patrols uh, don't have a lot of merit in the scholarly research. Um, they can increase feelings of safety, kind of the optics that uh, Dr. Fabry was just describing. Um, but there are some serious risks that come with citizen patrols. Um, there's a concern about vigilantism, citizens intervening in a crime when they don't have the right training or the right equipment. There's also a risk of those citizens becoming targets of um, nefarious enterprises, particularly gangs. Um, the, the attraction of a private security force supersedes citizen patrols. Uh, this, the private security force is going to be better trained. They're going to um, have some idea of the kinds of people they're looking for. And they can frequently be funded through the private sector. The Philadelphia Center City Business District is a great example. Dr. Fabry referred to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, when private sector can pool some money, when businesses can throw in with the public sector and produce this shared enterprise. And uh, Bob Stokes at DePaul University there in Chicago did some great research in Philadelphia pointing to the utility of these um, uh, private sector hired or private sector supported security patrols and the um, the increased feelings of safety, the likelihood of increased business, mm-hmm. and that benefits the business district and the crime com- the criminal justice community. So, Professor Pelvery, I mean, this pilot program here in Chicago is, is estimated to cost $100,000. Do you think that's a cost-effective way to reduce crime? So it depends on what else exists in those regions. Um, if those neighborhoods already have strong prisoner reentry programs, um, uh, recidivism prevention programs, drug addiction, rehabilitation and counseling programs, then that security effort could be money well spent. Uh, but I would argue that the, the research demonstrates the value of prisoner reentry, of rehabilitation counseling, and reducing recidivism. Keeping somebody from becoming, uh, going from a minor offender to a major offender, that's going to be a much more cost-effective measure than a citizen patrol program. Yeah. Well, Professor Fabry, we're, we're just about out of time here, but um, if private security isn't the answer for, for cities, what solutions do you think they should consider? to help reduce violence and crime? 
I definitely support uh, a mix intervention that engages uh, the civil society. So this is, I think, an important message I want to, to, to try to pass. It is important, fundamental to engage the civil society into crime prevention. What Professor Palfrey was just uh, saying, that's not enough. We need uh, specialized training. But programs like the one of Chicago, I'm very interested in, in checking out what will happen because uh, um, a mix of private and public in this, uh, in, in this arena, in this area, can deliver results that uh, are actually better off than only public uh, deterrence or only private deterrence. Yeah, we'll leave it there for now. That was Marco Fabri, Senior Assistant Professor at the University of Bologna, and Will Pelfrey, Professor in the Wilder School of Government and Public Policy at Virginia Commonwealth University. Thank you both.